Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 213 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm your host of the most, Nick Nitro, and uh, we have a great show for you today. And before we get to that, uh, first let's uh, say a big howdy-do to our sponsors. These guys keep our show going. Um, first off, uh, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggy. Uh, get a 14-day free trial with over 100,000 titles to choose from. Uh, this episode, we talk of game about Game of Thrones. Guys, I am listening to the audiobooks on Audible Trial. Uh, or thanks to my subscription, I tried out an Audible Trial. I tried out uh, uh, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. And then I've uh, – because I initially had it uh, – eh, I didn't think it was worth my time at first because, again, I like to read hardcover books. And then I, when I realized because I work so many hours at my real job, uh, over 50, 50, 60 hours a week now, I, I don't have time. You know what I mean? So I will listen to audiobooks when I go to work, when I come from work, when I go to the gym, when I work out. And, guys, it's, it's you know, Audible helps with that a great deal. So if you want to read your favorite books, you just don't feel like you have the time to pick up the book and actually read it. Audiobook is right there, and you can do so. You get a free audiobook every month once you subscribe full time. But if you're still unsure on that, uh, audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky, all lowercase, all one word, you get a free audiobook to, to try it out um, for that 14 day trial. And, and guys, I'm telling you, I I love it. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't be trying to, to you know tell you guys about this stuff if I didn't really believe it. Um, we also have uh, the TV King, uh, where you will find some of the reviews from myself and my co-host as well, Jerome Wetzel, uh, for this episode. Jerome Wetzel, who's co-hosting it, does tons of great reviews for the TV King. It's www.thetvking.com. You can also follow the TV King on Twitter at the TV King. Uh, you guys want some news? Check that out on Twitter. To go to the website, there's reviews, articles, um, and also the great thing about TV King is. Chris's site, the creator of the, of the TV King, Chris, has built a site that you can find your favorite show and watch it online legally, whether it be f- free streaming or maybe not free streaming. Say you want to pay for your favorite show, but you don't know where to go. Say you don't have access to iTunes for whatever reason, but you have the rest of the internet at your disposal. Well, go to the TVKing.com. Chris, is, Chris has it all set up, so you can just do that. It's, it's great like that. So again, that's www.thetvking.com. And uh, last but not least, the wonderful gang at Pack Rat Comics. That's www.packratcomics.com. Uh, not at Comic-Con. Comic-Con is the event. It's July 20th. So check that out. And also, if you go to the website, they have tons of other great podcasts. Matter of fact, we might start having them on the show. And we're working out a way to maybe do another live, uh, do the second uh, uh, good, the bad, and geeky live and unedited. Maybe get a few more uh, under our belt by the end of the year, uh, end of 2013. So, but again, check them out. It's www.packratcomics.com. It's it's a great story. You can have a pull list. They have tons of other like shirts. I've got some geek shirts there. I bought one of my Ninja Turtle books there, uh, Ultimate Collection, uh, Volume Four. Uh, check them out. It's a great family-run business, and uh, it's one that you can take the family to. And I say this with a lot of respect. I love comic book stores, but um, a lot of stores sometimes, it, it, especially if you're girls, ladies, you know when you walk into a comic book store and all the guys just, like, just look right at you? That, you know, this doesn't happen here. There are bright colors. It's very family. It, you, if you feel comfortable walking in, and the owners are fantastic. They're great. Um, so again, check that out. It's packratcomics.com. Okay, with that being said, sit back, relax. Here's episode 213 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. 
Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted, otherwise, in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. Since I put the in the tank, like it wanted to come out and be friends. Oh uh, yeah, you can't you can't have fish that wants to be friends because the other fish don't like it. No, they're fine. Oh, Three they're... of them are fine, and the other one I don't think they killed it. I mean, they did eat its eyes after it was dead, but I don't think they killed it. Oh, nature! I love it. It wasn't so. so it wasn't that chewed up. I've seen fish get more chewed up in my tank. If they die, the other fish eat them, like, immediately. Well, you know the fish flakes, the food that you give them, the flakes, are basically crumbled up dead fish. What? Yeah. Ah! Ah! They live in the ocean. What else are they going to eat? Other fish. Oh, my God. Like, not necessarily the same breed. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that means they would be cannibals. Well, only if it's the same breed. Animals can't be. Main ingredient is fish meal. Oh my. Ground ground rice, dried yeast, shrimp, oats, wheat, algae. So yeah, fish with some wheat, some algae thrown in. And shrimp. Oh my. And shrimp, yeah. That's crazy. I never knew that. Uh I never. Oh my. You all of a sudden think fish are way grosser than you did two minutes ago. Well, no, yeah. Like, okay, you know. Like, okay, for for the record, like, uh-huh. I figured turtles had waist, but I'd never seen it before. Oh, yeah. And when I took Sarah's turtle out, mm-hmm. we took it to the vet, it peed. And I'd mm-hmm. never seen a turtle do that before. And it was, like, where the tail is, but there's yep. no hole. It just started everywhere. Uh. And I'm just going, like, it pees. And then, it, guess what it did after that? It started to poo. And I'm just like... And then Sarah's just like putting her hand in the water, and and the thing, and, and I was like, she's like, well, the filter takes care of that. And I'm like, and you went into the ocean to swim with them. I still wash my hands after I touch anything inside that tank. Well, I oh, water. I do too. Like if I touch pet the turtle. Oh I, well, turtles you can get bacteria, E. coli, from petting them. So you definitely have to wash your hands. After. Well, no, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't just sit there like I do when I go to the bathroom and just not wash my hands. No, I'm kidding. I, I do that, but. Uh, that's why I use the one hand for wiping and the other hand for eating. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's that's they do in India. That's why I do it. In China oh, and stuff. Uh, where they don't have toilet paper. That's what they use. One hand for wiping, one hand for eating. I know that's true, but I just don't. <laughs> I just. Uh, I'm really glad I don't live in that part of the world. I don't think I can take it. Oh, God. Like, like that's the thing. is like when I was watching that Idiot Abroad, mm-hmm. like with Carl Pinkerton... I really, like, I felt bad for Carl because, like, especially the one when they were in India, like, mm-hmm. some of the stuff was absolutely beautiful, but, like, but it, it comes to this the other day. What was it? I was talking to someone, and and we were talking about how, like, we couldn't camp out 
like, you know, back in medieval days. Oh, they were talking about, um, we have a, a gentleman who is, uh, is not from our country. He mm-hmm. is from, I think, Africa. Yeah. One of the countries in Africa. And so, but he was eating, like, raw fish. And, like, you know, when you get Long John Silver's or Red Lobster or any kind of fish from a restaurant, it smells delectable. This, okay, well, I like fish. So, if you like fish. I like salmon. Okay, you like salmon. But you know how salmon can smell a certain way, but it doesn't smell, like, overly gross. It smells just like, you know, cooked mm-hmm. fish. This felt like raw fucking fish. It had been sitting out That's for, sushi. like, no. Sushi doesn't smell that way to me. Yeah. Sushi just literally smells like it's, it's like, cold crab. Okay. Because I don't really get that type of sushi. And also, the sushi I get has usually been cooked and served being cold. Mm-hmm. This is, like, literally taken out of the ocean. It's been sitting out for, like, in the sun for five days. Raw, nasty smell. He's sitting there eating it. And we're just going, like, oh. And then, and logically, my brain goes, you know what, man? Back in the medieval days, this is how fucking shit rolled. Yep. This is why I could never, if I was a time traveler, well, I'd be that guy. in medieval days, they had fire. But prior to that... Well, fire too, but like even then, like I couldn't just I would like picking the bones out and doing all that shit. Like I was like, nope, I, I have to, I have to come back. Like the thing they never show you in movies, which is true, is like how do they take care of their bathroom stuff? Which is they go up to a little trough or whatever. Well, they wipe their yeah. This is what I'm saying. They don't tell you this stuff, but if you really think about it for one more second, you totally know that's what's going on, and it's fucking disgusting, and I hate it so much. And that's why if someone's like, could you ever time travel? I'm like, well, if they could just open a portal and I could look in and just watch them for a long time, that's what I'd want to do. I'd be that creepy god in the sky. I'd go to the future. I'd like, go to the future, yeah. Where, of course, then we go to the future and they'd be like, you guys are gross and have terrible hygiene. Oh, I know, right? Or we just go so far in advance into the future that and we're to the point, kind of like a future where we can't go back. So the only way we can go forward is just to keep going forward and get back to the spot right where we were. But then we'd have to kill ourselves to create, stop a paradox from occurring. Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> oh, final season. Oh, I know. It's so depressing. And I love it how, like, David X. Cohen is just like, well, we might come back. We probably not, but we might come back. We don't know. Are you going to try to put... Matt Groening's doing something. I don't know what it is, but I try not to really care myself about that. And you're just like, okay. Mm. Oh, no, yeah, I'm very sad about that. I, I don't know why, because I thought the ratings were decent for Comedy Central. Maybe it was just one of those again because that's like that's my bush with good ratings on the on the network, but it wasn't enough to justify the cost. Kind of well, thing. maybe now they have all these smashes like Workaholics and Tosh.0 and Inside Amy Schumer. Now they're getting all these popular shows. Yeah, they need. They cancel Ugly Americans too. Well, I never liked that show. I though. liked it. Uh, every time I watched it, I just had no. I haven't watched Inside Amy Schumer yet. I've been recording it, but I hear it's hilarious and it's getting. Major ratings. I've, yeah, I've not, I've not seen that show, and I. Or, did you see my Enterprise last time you were here? I don't think I showed you. I did actually see it. You were. Uh, I didn't see the stuff inside, which looks really just thrown in there real quick. Well, because they can't stand up with the lid on. Oh, okay, I see. And you can open up the little engine area and work on them, and things light up. Did you build that yourself? Or I did. Ooh, you know that like for an extra few dollars, you can have them build it for you. Why would you want that? I don't want to build it myself. I know. That's the whole idea of Lego, which is... It's it, off-brand Lego. It's Creo. So it's way cheaper. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, boo. Oh, dude. It's Lego compatible. I don't... Yeah, mm. so, but it's just, way cheaper. That Enterprise okay, is, is that like... The, is that for the new Star Trek? Yeah. I've got the other ones upstairs. i got the whole line. 
of the Lego thing. They didn't do action figures this time. They did this stuff instead. Three, three four, five, six. What? Seven. Well, that's weird. Oh, there it is. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> that's the spacewalk catch thing. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done. I, I just sort of just broke. wanted to break everything. I didn't want to break. I was trying to put it back on, but of course, I didn't think of the physics of if I apply pressure over here to a thing. And you don't have thing, support. Yeah. You don't have support. It's gonna, it's gonna break off. Yep. And I wasn't. Uh, and then they released because obviously I use Lego all the time. Or I'm sorry, whatever. Creo, it's Creo, Lego. Well, and then they released. Other figures that are not part of the sets that you can buy, of course, they're in the sealed packages where you don't know which one you're going to get. You pay several dollars, and you're not even sure. And there's only six models, and five of them are just a random alien, like a Gorn. Uh, I don't know why there's a Gorn, but there's a Gorn, and I can't remember what the other four are. And then the sixth one is Scotty's little alien assistant. I love his little alien assistant. I agree, assistant. but there's no checkoff. Why wouldn't they at least put checkoff in that set? Because they're dicks. I really have no idea why they... But I'm not... I'm may go on eBay and just get Scotty's assistant. I don't care about the character. How do you spell Creo? C-R-E-O. Oh, Creo. Well, isn't that clever? Okay. Creo. And it's only one E? Yep. Wow, I'm, I'm going to look this up when I get home. I wrote okay. it down so I can look it up. Because They do have other uh, licensed products, too, but the Star Trek ones, I was like... I bought, like, all of them for, like... 80 or 90 bucks, like everything that they release other than the, the characters. Yeah, because I literally, the only reason, okay, the only reason why I was, I know for, I was at least looking at the prices for some of the Legos because mm-hmm. uh, Sarah and I went to Target and I was looking at, uh, uh, for listeners, Sarah's my girlfriend, by the way, sorry. Uh, Sarah. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, we were looking at Star Trek Krios. Yes, we're recording. Yeah. Uh, when we uh, went out to Target, we went out and my first instinct is to always look at the turtle toys just to see, because last time, I, pardon me, the thing is, they are huge right now. They are really yeah. big. It's actually one of the biggest hits on Nickelodeon. It got, like, like three episodes in and got picked up for season two, which mm-hmm. blows my mind because it's a crap show. Anyway, uh, I, but I looked at the toys, though, because the toys do look sort of cool. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, what do they call it, points of movement on them now? Yeah. Like, they have the, the yep. arm. Yeah, yeah. So I was really sort of surprised and... And last time during Christmas when they came out, that's how I knew they were a big hit. So I, I'm on Amazon right now, and I pulled up Lego Star yes. Wars sets. The ones that are like 135 pieces, which are like the sm- less than the shuttle, like small whatever, are $17, $18, The TIE Fighter and the X-Wing are, like 60. are 45 but they're only 400 pieces, which is, the shuttle I think is like 250 uh, pieces, and it was like 15 bucks. Um, the Millennium Falcon is oh. 140. No, yeah. The yeah. Death Star is 400. Yeah, I would not expect. Now, see, but yeah. like the little, even for the 130 pieces, they're 20 bucks. That the the hundred and some pieces for these, like if you got that, but like, those, but those, they those were like 12 dollars, dude. Those here's the thing, like uh, one of my friends, uh, the Super Star Destroyer is 400 as well. Sorry, I almost knocked over the mic. But no, I uh, no, I. The bigger piece, the bigger sets, yeah, those things are going to be huge, man. Like, but, but the ones uh, about uh, the size of, of uh, my friend's son is big into the Star Wars Legos, mm-hmm. and for forty, fifty bucks, they bought a an A wing fighter. Which technically, uh, you know, sorry George Lucas, but you're you're in the fucking wrong here. You stole the design of the Enterprise, and you just literally straightened the entire thing out. And mm-hmm. that's what an oh no, I'm sorry, it's a Y wing. 
Y-wing. That's what, that's what a Y-wing is. It's technically like literally... It's UK. like the X-wing, but it's different. It's well, no, okay, if you look at the Enterprise, you know how there's the saucer yeah. on the top, yeah. they have the, the thing that goes down, what, what do you yeah. call the bottom part, the warp core? No, no, the warps are at the top, right? Yeah. What do you call it? Those the are The warp cells. No, the cell, but they look like fins, I guess you would say, on, okay. the, on the back of the ship. Okay. Now, imagine those those fins just being attached to the bottom line mm-hmm. and take out the saucer. That's a Y-wing. Okay. Yeah, let's literally... He, he fucking stole that from Star Trek. Anyway. Well, the point is, the, the Lego brand licensed products are a lot more expensive than the Kriya's. Yeah, but... Anyway, anyway um, what, we watched Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, they rose. They did. It was good. I'm excited about the have sequel. You, okay, you, Except James Franco is not a good well, actor. I'm sorry. I disagree with that. I, I think Ugh, that... He was overacting in that entire movie. It's a paycheck movie. Of course it does. It doesn't matter. No, yeah, like, yes, I, I liked him in other things I've seen him in, and so I was fooled into thinking he's a good actor. Okay. And then seeing him when he's outside of his comfort zone and has to stretch a little bit, you realize he's I'm not. S- I'm sorry. To me, him stretching was Pineapple Express. I haven't seen that. I thought he was hilarious in that movie because mm. I was not expecting that from him see, at all. See, I liked 127 Hours. I thought he did a good job with the see, Oscars against ever. I'm not a good job, but I don't think he was he as bad as they than, said right. he was. The problem was is the material was bad. Oh, he was. wasn't bad. Now, I did not care for Anne Hathaway. I I, I like Anne Hathaway. I should mm. pres- you know, set that up, but I, it's not. But I thought Franco carried himself way better than she did during yeah. that whole debacle. But anyway, yeah. But I did not think he was good in the oh movie. But my. everything else about the like the beginning of the movie, I was starting to get a little bit like, oh, this is good, but it's not great. And he then plays when he's normal, that's and the then thing. when like, things like started to go to hell, when Caesar really like stood up, I was like, this movie got really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm exce- the sequel next year. They said I looked on Wikipedia. It said it's going to be set like 15 years later. Mm-hmm. But it is Franco's character is already dead. But he's in, listed as starring in the movie. He's not. Unless, okay. Unless they're showing... They listed it. They said it's him and Frida Pinto and no, Andy Serkis are returning. They just announced that they're not returning. Really? As a matter of fact, the girl got interviewed last week, and uh-huh. she's like... Unless it literally came out today, today or yesterday. I was looking this up on Friday. So. Yeah, this was... Or the week, the girl I was looking on Wikipedia back, she's like, I'm not, and IMDb. It's on Slash Film, I saw okay. this. Uh, so, again, it, it, unless it's doing one of those things where it's like, oh, Steve Carell's not returning kind of yeah. thing. But they said, well, they shot, the original ending of the movie is uh, Caesar kills James Franco. Really? Yeah. Or, no, no, no. He lets them, he lets the apes kill him. That would suck. Because, and and James Franco's sort of understanding of it, too. He's like, I understand what you, he's, because it's the same ending where he's like, you know, please, what are you doing, whatever. It's like, I'm glad you're okay. And then, you know, the apes want to attack him, and Caesar holds him off a little bit. The original ending is that he holds him off for a bit, and then he says the the words, and then he says goodbye, like that. That and would then, suck. And then he turns around, and the apes he nods, and the apes apparently just Ugh. jump on and kill him and his wife. And you're just like, and, and Franco's character is sort of understanding of it at the time, seizing, screaming Caesar, Caesar. So, mm. but the, but so see, they could do that and show that as a flashback, but mm. they pretty much said that Franco and what's your name now. I would hope they would come back because. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, they said that in the second one, or originally they said in the second one they were going to try to tie it back to Tim Burns' version, which I Why? hope... Because the first one tied to the original, a lot. Which like, I, the astronauts, they kept mentioning, like, the astronauts went to space, they went to Mars, oh, the shuttle was lost. I'm like, those are the astronauts from the original movie. Well... But, that, there's, they were the characters that originally come back and land on the planet, and it's overrun by apes. Right, with Charlton Heston. Right. 
And they I would, and I loved when Draco, Tom Felton's character, oh, yeah, was like, yeah. You tan dirty ape and I'm like, Ah, nice. Nice yeah. homage. So I, I felt like this one tied a lot to the original. Oh, I, I liked it. I I was surprised by it too because I, it looked like mm-hmm. it was released in August mm-hmm. and usually films in August yeah. unless it's a lower budget. Next year it, the sequel's coming out in May, so it's because it's considered huge. It's thing, gonna yeah. be a lot of people. Were, and then we watched The Help last night and they share an actor, the black guy who's the boss at oh. Gen Next Gen or that Genesis. Yeah. Genesis is like the preacher friend of the maid in The Help. Oh. And I was, Morgan caught it. I'm bad with facial recognition. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Are you like the guy in Arrested Development? Movies. Like, you just can't tell people apart? We were talking about that because we, I think, you know how a lot of disorders are on a spectrum. And you're either, like, heavy in it or you're minor. And I swear it's never been diagnosed, but... I'm not now. I'm gonna sound like Nathan. <laughs> it's yes, never but, been but here's, the, but here's the difference. But I do that, have is that you 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 can give me the impression right away if you're fucking with right. me or not. Nathan, you have no idea unless you yeah. know him that he's instantly trying to lie to you. This yeah. is not that. I no, I, I'm not good at recognizing faces. You put like a new hair color, new hairdo on. I don't instantly like. I do have trouble picking up certain actors in certain roles. Like I was watching the Falling Skies premiere. Um, with the two-hour premiere that's tomorrow night. Well, by the time this air- airs, I think it it's, like or it's tonight. Uh, yeah, it all aired. But I was watching it, and in the second episode, they bring in this crazy scientist with long, stringy hair that lives in the basement and, like, never sees the sun and whatever. Took me, like, three scenes to realize that was Robert Sean Leonard. Oh, wow. From House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I did I not recognize your, I him. Tweet about that. I yeah. did not recognize him. I just really and bad. That, with, and that just... And I watched... Down. Every episode of House. I watched that guy for eight years and it still took me three scenes to see past I could, the See, hair. I could have probably figured that out. Um, there was very few times, like, uh, if you didn't tell me it was Cameron Diaz and being John Malkovich, I would have not guessed really? that it was Cameron Diaz because she looks completely... Well, that one I got right away, but at that time I'd probably seen several of her movies, like, in quick succession. Oh, no, like, she looks the exact opposite of how... I mean, she Just does not like look... different pr- no. facial things. She, she doesn't look like Cameron Diaz. She has no, big, frizzy hair. She looks, she looks ugly. Like, uh, not, okay, not ugly, but... I you know, could tell in the face it was her, oh, which I, I'm not good at faces, but that one I did. It took me a bit to realize, like, oh my of god. Of course, I Diaz. think I was looking at the DVD cover, which probably had her name on it, so... I probably knew right away it was her well, because that of Cameron that. Cameron Diaz, yeah. Because of that. So, in fairness, you, I, I can't really say for sure if I recognized her if it was uh, one of those situations. You know what movie I also had problems recognizing? Uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Monster. And, no, uh, oh. adult, adult, a uh, young adult. I didn't. No, see I'm that. kidding. That's a good movie, but it's really. Oh, who was I just? Man, there was some actress I was just reading about, and I was like, I wonder if they've done any nude scenes because they'd be hot. Who? And I can't remember what now. Who were you watching? What TV show? Movie? God. Oh, um, the girl who stars in Continuum, Rachel Nichols. Oh, okay. Who was in the Star Trek movie, the 2009 Star Trek movie, as the green Orion girl that Kirk sleeps with? Oh. And I did recognize her because she has a very distinctive bump right below her eye. Yeah. And I recognized it in the green makeup. And I was like, I wonder, and I IMDb'd. Because see, of the bump. See, this is, this because is what of the drives bump. me crazy. See, that, that's what goes back and sort of just sort of like... You have to have that distinctive thing that stands out. If it's just the eyes, nose, mouth, I'm not going to get it. But you've got a bump right below your eye. you've got eye, a weird bump in front of your eye or near your eye, around your eye, yeah. anywhere to do with your face. You're, you're, Jimmy can pretty much pull but you out of But I watched the season two premiere 
which just premiered a couple days ago, and they, the bump's gone. I don't know if they covered it up, like, with makeup, or they cut or it she off. Just but anyway, I was like, oh, she's pretty hot. I wonder if she's done. I knew she was running around her underwear in Star Trek. I wonder if she's done any nude scenes. So, of course, I jump online and check and look to see, because obviously anytime you see a new attractive actress, that's what you do. I don't really. Honestly. Really? No. Oh, I okay. Mean, well, I, I Google mean, I her. I wonder, but I don't actually go as far to at least... To actually look? I usually just Google image search to see what comes up, although there's so Mr. many Skin? fakes now. Mr. Skin. For her, I did because I wanted an official ruling, because you Google image search, and sometimes you know right away they're fakes, sometimes you're not sure. So, Mr. Skin reports she did a movie, like a t- year or two ago, where she had a nude scene, but the nude parts were a body double. So she really hasn't done a nude scene. But her character was... That means she's classy, Jimmy. It does. Which gives you mad respect for her. But you know there's like a bunch of fake nudes of her. But there's a bunch of fake nudes. Any any, uh, hot actress, like right now I'd say Emma Watson or Selena Gomez, they both have so many fake nudes out on the internet. Oh, yeah. Some of them are very nice fake nudes. Like you can't even tell. Morgan and I were looking through some and we're like, I wonder if you could tell. Hey, honey, uh, come, can you, can you tell the difference between the fake news no. and the real news? Well, we were trying, yeah, I did ask her opinion, because I'm like, I'm not good at recognizing things. I mean, some, obviously, you can tell right away, but, and anything with Emma Watson, you know it's going to be fake, but, you know. Oh, uh, I thought, no, she, no, she didn't get naked in, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. But, but that's so, a good movie. By the way. Well, even if you haven't, you'd seen, like, Kristen Stewart got naked in On the Road or whatever, but it was, like, recent, and it was kind of tasteful, and because she's done all the Twilight crap, there's tons of fake nudes of her online as well. Oh, yeah. So. See, remember, oh, have you ever seen Monsters Ball? No. Worst nude scene ever is Halle Berry. I don't like Halle Berry at all. Well, ever. In I anything. Think, okay. She's tolerable as Storm. Other than that, I'm... Can't stand her. I, I'm indifferent. I, I think she can be a good actress, but she yeah. just does bad movies. That but could be. The Monsters Ball, she's really good in. But then they have that scene where uh, the white racist mm-hmm. uh, Billy Bob Thornton, my hero, of course, is because uh, <laughs> he's racist. Yes, uh, we're joking, people. Uh, <laughs> where uh, is having sex with with Halle Berry, mm-hmm. and it's the most awkward sex scene. Only because you know how sometimes people dirty talk each other. Yeah, and usually in movies it's actually sort of they, they make it unless hot it's like punch drunk love. Steam. Well, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that because that's make, that's sort of pointing out the fact that these damaged people that's how they fucking deal with shit. Anyway, this one she's like, mm, yeah, make me feel good, mm-hmm. and the way she says it, it's just like, yeah, it's such a turn off, and you're yeah. like, ooh. Like hardcore, like she's just yep. bouncing around, riding the fuck out of Billy Bob Thorne, and you're like, oh boy, yep. TNA, oh, turn the sound off, turn the sound. But now every time I see it, like it's just like, it's kind of like when Christian Bale says that line from Batman, it's what you gotta do. Like you can turn it off, you can just, you can hear it in your soul, it echoes. It's the same thing, you turn mute on Monster's Ball, and you're just going watching it, watching it just working, and all of a sudden you can just hear it, make me feel good. Oh, it's so horrible. Right in there. Okay. Now, okay, yeah. my wife hates pornography. Yes. We were just talking about these fake nudes, and yes. she's okay with, like, that, because they're celebrities, and she's just curious, whatever. But she hates pornography, but she loves the Borgias, which I feel is wait, just wait, pornography that? with killing in the oh, middle. Oh, the Borgias is with it was, uh, Jeremy Irons, right? Yes, it just got canceled. And they... TV Line had just released their first annual cable renewal scorecard, and they had rated the Borgias as... 
pretty likely that they'll get either a wrap-up movie or a shortened final season, and they were denied both. They're going to end on a cliffhanger after three years, which I think should not be allowed. I feel like, and I've said this before, and I think I read a column about this, that for every year you're on the air, you deserve one episode's worth to finish. So if you've been on the air one year, give them one episode to tie things up. If you've been on the air two years, give them a double. You know, Office would have been on the air nine years, Give them. The, I mean, I'm not saying they need an additional four and a half hours after that, but I mean they need the notice so that the last four and a half hours could tie into a worthy, worthy ending. Sure, I agree you know? with that. I'm, you know, actually, I think that's a valid. That's I a feel valid like that's thing. a good formula, and I feel like networks that don't do it in this day and age, when we're discovering things on Netflix and whatever, are risking pissing off fans. Like if you hear. There's a say, you know, costume sex dramas are up your alley. You like the tutors or whatever. You know that the Borgias is out there. You may want to watch it, but if you hear it ended after three seasons with no conclusion, you're just going to skip it. Yeah, you're not even going to waste your time. So I feel like, especially right now, as we're starting to digest shows in a different way in big blocks, Mm -hmm. it's really going to start to hurt networks if they don't let things finish. At least that's what I'm hoping because it should hurt them. That's a dick move. I'm not saying you have to give them a whole other season. Just give them an episode per year they've been on. Right. It could be also the relationship of the showrunners with the network. It could be something like that where they just could don't want to... I mean, Grant, I still agree it's not right. Apparently the showrunner turned in a budget for the a TV movie and Showtime said it was too expensive. Oh, so they well, denied there's it. There's that. There's that too. Well, he did. The showrunner did say how he had intended to end it. So at least you, that's like out there that you know what the last TV movie would have been about. It would have been about Jeremy Renner, Irons. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Irons search as the Pope searching for someone to hear his confession, and nobody would hear it because he's alienated everybody because he's evil. And then he finally goes to somebody, and they're like, "I would hear your confession, but it's too late because you're already dead and you've been burning in hell." Interesting. So the whole thing, the whole show's been... I don't know if it would be the whole show or just the TV movie. It wasn't clear, but whatever it was. See, I would think it would just be the TV movie. Like, him looking for somebody to hear his confession and not being able to find anyone. And the realization is... That he's already dead, he's in hell, and this is his hell. That he'll never be able to relieve himself of the burdens he has. The season three end with him on clipping. I haven't seen... They haven't aired the season three finale yet. Oh. We've still got, like, a week or two. Although, I'm not watching it anymore. Because I didn't really like it all that much to begin with. I just like Jeremy Irons. He's great, but... The, the show itself is kind of boring to me. I try, especially as it's worn on into the third season. I've only seen a couple episodes from this year, but I'm like, ugh. So I think Morgan says she wants to finish watching it anyway, but I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm done with it. Did you, uh, uh, do you have Oz the Great and Powerful? Yeah, Did it doesn't come out yet. I'm mad, though. Okay, this is going to be white people problems, first world problems, whatever. Sure, sure. They, I was talking to my contact who was sending me the screener copy, and they were sending me a Blu-ray. And I was like, I got a 3D television. Can I please get a 3D copy if available? And they said, well, we're sending you a review copy. They didn't say what it was, and it's not a 3D copy. And so I'm tempted to try to... I haven't opened it yet, because I kind of want to try to slip it into Best Buy on Tuesday and be like, hey, sent my wife to pick it up for me, picked up the wrong one, can we swap it out? Oh. And I just said, cut that out, please. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I'm going to try. Okay. I'll make a new uh, to try to... So I was disappointed. I'm whiny bitch disappointed that I didn't get the 3D version. 
of the mo- my free movie that I got before it was released. You know what? I'm not going to cut it out because by the time <clears throat> this happens, it's already would have happened anyway. No one cares mm. because no one's going to. I'm still going to give. I'm still going to write the review for them. Well, I'm not going to like it's there. It's not going to cost them any money. I'll have to pay the difference to upgrade to 3D anyway. So. But though, I, well, let me know what you think because my my honest mm-hmm. to goodness thoughts on it, uh, mm-hmm. real quick. Because uh, uh, I also got the CW CW pilots for September and January or October and January. No, but see, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. CW me, we we ain't tight, yo. I've never been tight. This year, they, I mean, Arrow. I'm way behind an Arrow, but it's been it's uh, got everyone me. says it's. Fantastic, I know, so I know. I'm just like, I need to watch it. Um, Carrie Diaries, we watched the first couple. I'll probably watch more. I was waiting to see if it was canceled or not. It got renewed, so I'll probably watch more. Being and the Beast, I didn't watch past episode one, but it got pretty good reviews and ratings it, as the season went on. It got renewed. Yeah, but remember that, I don't know. I, and I do want to, I did stop watching uh, Heart of Dixie in the fall. I should probably catch up on that this I summer. love Heart of Dixie. My I problem know. is that there's just so much other stuff on that yeah. I, okay, I would get home. It's, it's like yeah. Castle. I don't dislike Castle. I love Castle. My problem is, though, is that at the end of the day, if I have way more stuff to watch, first thing goes off. I I've hold, got 12 I episodes of Castle on my TV. I hold on for it <laughs> right as now. long as I can. Yeah. But if, if, if I realize I'm not going to have time to watch it, uh. Heart of Dixie goes. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll watch an episode. I, I think I watched the No, I didn't watch the finale. I watched the episode before the finale. And I was going to watch the finale, and I was like, I You don't. can jump on Hulu and watch the finale. I know, but but still, it's just, I'm so behind. I, I just, uh, see, yeah. like, I didn't watch Nikita all, not this past season, but the season before, and I caught up on that Netflix in the summer, because Netflix puts CW on pretty quickly. So I really didn't watch much of this season of Nikita either. It's all on the TiVo. Nikita, Arrow, um, what else do I have that I haven't watched since fall? Castle I was caught up in in, like, December and haven't watched it since. I've got some serious shows to catch up on this summer. Again, and this week, oh, so many premieres this week. Like, I've been yeah, super there's busy. there's a finale that airs tonight. By the time this... The Game of Thrones. I am current on that show. What did you think of Red oh, Wedding? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wasn't that oh, so... Oh, my God. Right? That's what I've been sort of talking about. Bad things are, are coming down the yeah. pipe. I knew that was going to happen, but to see how it played out... It's completely different. Well, I guess the pregnant wife wasn't there in the books. No, yeah, she wasn't there in the books, so that was just even more like, oh, oh my god, like, and and just to see how it all played out. Like, I could tell, okay, I was so mad because I didn't watch it till Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Oh, someone ruined it for you on Twitter? Well, no, not on Twitter, not on Facebook, and I'd been so good about avoiding any spoilers. And I've been watching this season with my buddy Chase, so I was waiting for a night for him to get free, and he's coming over tonight so we can watch this live, because we can't put that off. Oh, yeah. Um... And so, you know, we've been watching them two at a time, and he was going to just, we're going to hold off on the penultimate till this tonight and do them both at once, but everybody was like, you have to watch it! So he came over Tuesday, and I was on my way from work Tuesday, I'm like, he's going to be over two hours, haven't heard anything yet. I'm looking at my news on TV line, and there was a story, Michelle Fairley, whatever, who plays Caitlin, on Suits this summer. So I'm reading that story, because casting news, whatever, it's about Suits, and you get to the last line of the story, she was, she was playing Caitlyn Stark until this past week on Game of Thrones. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. That line was so not necessary for the story that I was reading, and there was no war, I mean, it said spoiler right at the beginning of that line, and but it wasn't like big, and I was just like skimming it real quick, and I wasn't paying attention, and I didn't register the spoiler until I was already reading the other... I was so mad, but I didn't hear about anybody else, so I did not know Rob was going to die right there, and that did surprise me. Even after the pregnant wife died and Caitlin died, it 
or Caitlin was shot, I still thought Rob might be left alive just to, like, be in mourning over his family. Like, I, like kind of like a fuck you, we're going to make you suffer. But then they killed him, too, so. No, apparently George R. R. Martin, uh, there was an interview they, people, they did. On, he's got people turning on him for this. Well, but here's the thing is that this has been in the book. I know, but fans of the show who don't read the books forgave him for Ned Stark, but it pissed some people off. But this, like, I knew people that whose opinions I generally respect writing, like, I hate you, George R. R. Martin, we're done after this, you know? But, Which I don't feel that way at all. I'm like, that's... I, the thing is, he based it after stuff that happened in history. Like, uh, uh, in the Hundred Year War, part, well, some of the lords uh, they mm-hmm. had that were part of the, the larger war, mm-hmm. apparently, uh, and I didn't know this, I thought this was absolutely fascinating, which is, they invited, kind of like in that, it's like, well... You went back on your word on this, but you know what? We're going to broker peace, come in and have uh-huh. dinner, which back then, it's the honorable thing to right. do. It's like it's like a parlay. Right. They would parlay in, and there would be peace, and they'd have a meal, and then they would talk about terms, and if they couldn't decide, they would go out and then meet on the field of battle. Right. The Lord brought them in there, and the the king or the Lord, the main Lord that was hosting the battle said, bring in the main meal, and when <laughs> they opened up the... Uh, the, the tray mm-hmm. had a had the black a head of a black boar. Mm-hmm. That is a signal for instant death. Ah. And that's when he realized he and that's when he was like, end it. And they should have brought in they should have brought in the blackfish's head on a platter. Oh yeah. We didn't see if he died or not, I assume he did. He was head off to the marriage bed last time we saw him. Caitlin's brother. Yeah. The blackfish. I We assume he's I assume he's dead. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I mean, it makes sense, because he did wrong the fries, and the fries are bastards, and they would, of course, side with Joffrey, and now with this, I mean, the fries were the deciding factor in the war, and why would they side with the Starks if, after what the Starks did? So I get that, but now Joffrey's sitting high, thinking he's done, because Stannis' fleet's destroyed, Renly's dead, Rob's dead, and he's heard rumors about Daenerys, but she's some far off whatever. So he's thinking he's won the realm. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything, because mm-hmm. I like to not be spoiled. I, I don't even watch the previews at the end of episodes I anymore. Have, no, I haven't watched the preview for it. I, just, I don't watch for anything. I don't. I don't. Uh. I, I just know. I I just know what happens, and I don't know how. But here's the thing: I know what happens because I didn't read the books, but I read the Wikipedia I, synopsis I, on every book. Well, I I would hey, it, I need to read the books some more. I read I would love to read the books. I would love to read the books. The problem is I don't have the time I to know. read the books. So what do I do? I take ten minutes out of my day and yeah. read the book in synopsis form. But here's the thing: I'm missing out on all the main like little nuances yeah. and details, and, yeah. and I I know that. But here's the thing: I was talking to this with someone else last night, which is um, you know, for me, this is not the same for obviously it's not the same for you, but like. Someone told me the end of episode three for Star Wars, and I really didn't want to be Star Darth Vader dies. Yeah, but how it happens, <laughs> like how it unfolds. His body gets all burned. Well, that's the thing, because yes, but how? Because you're figuring. Well, obviously, you're shooting the fight on. Right. Uh, what's it called? Did they just? Did he just push him into the lava? What mm-hmm. the fuck happened? That's true. And no, he fell in the bank, and because it's fucking lava bank, right. it, the lava just started catching on fire, and, and Obi Wan just watched him burn. Yeah. And just leaves him there, and you're going like, and that is sort of fucking cold. Like I would, if it was me and I was Obi Wan, I'd be like, cut the head off that motherfucker. He's dead. But no, that's not the Jedi way, which is true. You, you're done, and you move on. And but I decide the fact that the whole thing where he's like, no, and Patty kills Patty, bless you. Thanks. That whole thing, like the way someone told me, like, mm-hmm. and they told it from an old school Star Wars fans' perception, which is, I hated it. I hated it, and this is why. And he he broke the scene down, scene by scene. I'm going, 
And when I watched the movie, I'm like, you know, I'm taking it in a completely different view. I mean, he's not wrong in some of it, but I, how I experience it and how he, gazoomtite. <laughs> just don't, just Pretty let empty. it go. Let it go. Yeah, just let it go. Because if you let it all go when you sneeze, you will feel much better. And then it, it looks yeah. like you're going to do it again. There's tissues over there. No, you us- I usually sneeze three times. That's the third. Was that the third? Because it looks like you're... Your tear okay. up to go again. Okay. But no, it's the same thing. But I, I told someone last night, I was like, I knew that Red Wedding was coming. I didn't know how it was going to happen, though. And it didn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Because it was... I, 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 part of me just didn't believe they were going to do it, too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Because it's just like in the books, the wife wasn't there. And this one, I mean, they stabbed... They changed oh. some stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, I had heard the term Red Wedding... But I automatically, my mind went to the red priestess that's in Stannis' thing, and I'm like, oh, it's got to be some ceremony she's doing. And that was what I was thinking, until I read that Caitlyn died. And I'm like, okay, so the wedding's going to be a massacre. So, but I didn't, I didn't know who would die at it. I didn't know, right. like, Rob was going to die. So I'm... Yeah. I... Yeah, when they killed his wife and stuff, I, I was surprised they killed... Even as everything was going down, I was still surprised that Rob was killed there. And and it, it also... Uh, At least Arya did not die there. No, uh, no, Arya does not die there. She's still with the Hound. Yes. Which, I find it fascinating. Like, I know... I think, if I remember correctly, she's that's this one in the books, too. But how she just keeps talking. The Hound, who's perfectly... He's not a bad guy. He's kind of like Jamie Lannister. He just sort of... He likes killing, kind of like Jamie does, but he does what he does to survive. He does what he does because that's what I he's don't good even, at. I wouldn't even say Jamie likes killing. Well, okay, okay I'll go with that. Jamie, Jamie does the, tries to do what he thinks is Jamie tries to do right by his family and, and, and his honor. You're right. right. And The yeah. only time he really, really kind of slipped with that was the very first time we saw him when he threw Bran out of the tower, the which note. he did to protect his sister. Which is However, you hurt a little boy. But ever since then, he has done all these things to endear himself to me. Like I really like Jamie at this point. Oh no, I no, I do too. I absolutely love him. So I and I, I love him with Brienne. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I like him with Brienne. I really also uh, I love Tyrion, and I, I love no, and the wedding between him and Sansa, like. Wasn't it like touching? He's like, I shall it's not. It's so touching. And if you do I not mean, want to do anything, I will not do anything to right. you. Like I just did. You could tell he's like. We're both we're both doing something we don't want to do here. Right, so if for you really want obligation. to, you'll do it. But if not, uh, just you can be. I'll let you be. And I'm just right. like, and he will flat. never be cruel to her. No, I mean he's never. And the thing is, too, as I find fascinating is that even in the first two, two seasons when shit just kept going wrong, he's like that poor girl, and you're humiliating her. Yep. Like he, it's, yep. and that's why I really like him. And what do you think about Jon Snow? Like <sighs> what? Because what he did, like I thought. I thought that came off a little trite. I think he left the girl for her own good, but it wasn't right. It wasn't right! And yeah. hopefully, I don't know, like, I liked him and the redhead together. But, you know, I don't know. I don't, I feel like he's got a destiny. Like, he's gonna be a major player in politics and whatever, so... Here, okay, I say, well, let's talk about predictions for the end of Game of Thrones. Let's just go off right now. Uh, I don't want to know who's still alive. No, 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 in the no, next no. Okay, I'll, here's... No. Like, I know that Jon Snow, Arya, Tyrion, and Daenerys are still alive past the season. Those are the only four okay. characters that I know will still be alive past the season. Okay, well, let's just... And I don't know what happened, and I don't know if they're still alive. Well, there's still two more books to be written. 
which nobody knows about yet, except for George R. R. Martin and the HBO executives. Right. So, you know, okay, I know the four of them, I'm pretty sure, are still alive at the end of book five, so... All right, well, okay, here, here is mm-hmm. what I... I wanted Jon Snow to marry Daenerys. Well, actually, I wanted Rob Stark to marry Daenerys and unite the kingdoms. No, that's what happened with Jon Snow. You think it'll be Jon and Daenerys? This is what, this is what okay. I'm saying. I think it'll be Jon and Daenerys... And they will unite the House Stark and the House Daenerys and rule but the But Jon Snow is a bastard. Doesn't matter. He's not heir to the House Stark. Doesn't matter. Daenerys Brand is the natural... heir. Well, you know, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Bran, because mm-hmm. Bran loves Jon. Right. I mean, That's the thing. The kids love, they consider Jon to be yeah. a brother. Yeah. It's it's Caitlyn who didn't. Right. And because and well, you heard her, she's like, I promised him I would make him a Stark, and then I just said no. I just I couldn't allow myself to do it. Right. And Ned just probably did what his wife wanted. Right. John, that so, was so, pretty heartbreaking. And that was heartbreaking. So, and then you sort of realize that maybe she deserved somewhat what she got. It's, and, and that's what I'm saying. And it's not, it's not, she deserved that, but not the kids. It's, but the sins of the parents live down. Anyway, I digress. So I, this is what I think. I think that uh, Daenerys will take over. With John's help, John and them will be married. John and so be king and queen, and they'll both rule the kingdom, not just Daenerys. They'll both rule. The hand of the king will be Tyrion, because he's good at that stuff. I know. I know. I sincerely think. Well, John and Tyrion have bonded. Like they have a little understanding. John knows Tyrion's not like the rest of the Lannisters. Right now, and then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Uh, if Jaime survives. Because I think Tyrion would kill Jamie. Um, really? I really do. Yes. Jamie's the only one who ever treated him. I well. yeah. I, I just have yeah. Jamie's the only one. I, I think that some, it would come down to it. I'd be afraid to put him. But my hope would be is that Jamie would be the leader. That would be the King's Guard. The the, the, the leader mm. of the King's Guard. That's what I'd want. That's what I would so like. So Mary's already has her own. What about Arya could be the leader of the Arya, King's Guard? Arya would be the... That would be my second thing. Because she wants to be a warrior. She wants to be like the men. Right. And she I think be that would happen. She female King's Guard leader. I think that would happen or she'd be the assistant to Jamie. I would really like Jamie to be the King's Guard because I like Jamie. I don't think he... I think he'll die at I, some point. Well, I, I think he will too. I think he'll... he'll be like a, it'll be like a... Uh, well, for us, he's already redeemed. Right. I think for the characters, he's wronged. Like, uh... uh I'll never be redeemed for the Stark family. No. Never. No, never, no. No. But... The sh- but it's but not that tiny a world. N- right, but I think he will... Die trying. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like one of those motivations where, and this is where sometimes TV shows drive me crazy. Like, well, not, but sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Like Lost. You and I know that Charlie died doing what he thought was right, right. for everybody else. Teddy's boat, right? But the only person that really got that were maybe five people. Like how I said five, right? five, but you hold four, four fingers. Four to five people, yeah. knew that, and really the only person who really knew it was Desmond. And the person who knew it that shouldn't have and never really died because she was batshit crazy was Claire. And I like that because it's not neat and tidy. It's not... It's neat and tidy for us, but it's not really. Right. Game of Thrones is not neat and tidy. No, at at all. And I think that if a character like Jaime would redeem himself by dying, like falling Mm -hmm. on the sword, it would be something where only us and like one other character would know. And no one else would... And then that character would probably die in the process. I could see Tywin killing Jaime. 
Oh God! Because yeah, that would break my heart. Uh, as yeah. much as Tywin yes. has held up Jamie as like the son, Jamie has disappointed him. Jamie now is missing a hand, which Tywin's going to see as a weakness. Right. I yeah, could totally I see Jamie making it to King's Landing and getting in a disagreement with his father, and his father putting him to death. And then isn't if I forget, which would see- turn Tyrion against his father once and for all. Because right now, as much as Tyrion never agrees with his father and is always yes. the disapproval, I feel like if. Tywin would kill Jamie. That would be the wake up call Tyrion would needed would need to stop trying to please yeah. his father and cut oh off ties. So that would be a good. Deve- I, I just a thought. I don't know. No, I, yeah. I need to read some more this summer. Oh man. Well, you need to do a lot this summer. There's you need to do this. You need to do that. I, you're, you're a busy man. So I'm a very busy man. You're a very busy man. I'm, very, I'm like the Ryan Seacrest of TV reviewers with day jobs. I don't you know. are. You are. <laughs> Okay, now I, I, I saw a little bit of your review, and I Which read one? all of it for Burn Notice. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. Oh, you haven't? No, I haven't, but do you... Uh, this I is thought, the final I thought, season. I thought last season it ended up being really good, but uh, it started off a little shaky for me. I thought last season was good. Um, I, because I thought they were better. trying too hard they to do serial, the... They went serial, which I appreciated. Well, well, I like the serial thing, too, um... Because the USA... Some, some of the good USA shows actually are serial. It's just in the... Kind of like Chuck in the format of the week way. Um, like Royal Pains, like, for example. I is, feel like Royal Pains and White Collar are kind of the last of that batch. And yeah. Covert Affairs, to a lesser extent, I feel like their newer shows, like Suits and Graceland, are much less serial. I mean, much less well, procedural. Now, 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 Suits' first season was very procedural. Not season. very. It was uh, it a little bit. Pain, though, because no. Season two became all about. Season more. two was all serial. Season one had quite a bit of serial to it. It did have some cases, but the cases tend to be five minutes of the episode, not 20 minutes, not 30 minutes. Right. You know? And, like, even when there is a case, like the season two premiere, I remember very distinctly of Suits, the case was really... It said more about Mike's character than it said about whatever the case no, was. Right. It, it, lifted the, it, it did something for the character development. It wasn't just a, oh, yeah. a case. Um but, like, Graceland, I really love the Graceland pilot this week. Really? It was awesome. Did okay. you watch it? No, I taped it. Oh, it's I good. It's really good. Okay. It's really good. It reminds me of, like, a Suits, or... Because it's... It is technically a crime show, because it's FBI agents and DEA agents and customs. Mm-hmm. But it's got that Suits feel where, like, I feel the focus will be more about characters than the stories mm-hmm. than the um, like any crimes they may have to deal with and the first crime in the first episode is very much about like setting up the characters and the mythology it's not about like some random guy that's gone bad so and the banter between the two leads of course is is the trademark USA banter between the two leads but it's the Daniel Sujata Sunjata or whatever from Grey's Anatomy and a bunch of other shows and uh, I can't remember the other star's dude, name. That's, that's but, how I remember. Like, that dude from that show. Uh, no, it's really, really good. Burn Notice was okay. Uh, it's set nine months later. Mm-hmm. Nobody's heard from Michael in nine months. Right, right. See, he's I over part, I got to the part where you talk about Fiona, and then uh, I, okay. And then I... Yeah, he's I, over I, there with Adrian Pastar. Um, Adrian Pastar? You didn't get to that part of my review. Yeah. No. No, Adrian Pastar is like a former... Somebody Michael once knew and is now like this big bad guy, and Michael's trying to go undercover into his organization. And the Michael's cover is inadvertently blown by his mother back in Florida, but 
they there are circumstances that I think the cover blown might not reach Adrian Pastar. So Mike still may have a chance to go undercover with him. Like, I don't think Adrian Pastar was just a one and done. I think he's going to be in more than one episode. Why, but, no, um, see, I, I love and I love and, and I love Bernardus, but I have some problems with how they tell their stories sometimes. Yeah. Now, granted, last season I thought it ended very well, but the first half of it they do something that drives me crazy, which is, and I understand the concept of it, which is they pr- they're probably trying to learn from what shows like Lost did when they were serial. No, no. Well, I thought law, I thought long wise, long con wise, Lost did great. But when you are watching week to week, it can be frustrating. Which is, well, why is that character there? Well, what are they doing? When are we going to see him again? Where are their motivations? Like they, sh- uh, what's his name, Doctor Cox. Uh, John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley shows up. He's in really for four episodes. Yeah. He's dead by the fourth episode. Bernays always does that. No, that's what I'm saying. It and, drives me crazy. And, and no, it drives me crazy, too. And I thought it would have been a lot better if they would add way more political intrigue for that and then have it be like he's... Pro- but see, again, they kill him off way too quickly. They like, how they kill him off was actually very... Like, even very when they good, bring in an actor that sticks around for, like, a whole season... Like they did, and you're like, okay, like last year, the year before, I can't remember, it all kind of blurs together for me, but yeah. they had that actor who was like the villain for that whole, almost a whole season, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's getting good, why do you not keep these people going, why do you kill them off so easily? But didn't he, didn't, uh, isn't Simon still alive, but he's just locked up? Oh, is he? I thought he was dead too, I don't remember. Or, or I thought they said yeah, someone, he, he got locked up and someone killed him from yeah. jail. Yeah, the, yeah. But, no, I mean, Michael will make his way back to Miami, I don't think it'll be in episode two, but it'll be before I think he he'll end. die by the end of it. I think Michael will die? Yeah. He could. Or I think him um, and Fiona will die together. Well, Fiona's something. moved on, she's got a new boyfriend, new job. She, I heard. I when saw they, that, yeah. uh, when they, when they got word that Michael was kind of in trouble, and Sam and Jesse rallied to protect him, Fiona was like, "Leave me out of it. I'll protect Maddie, but I'm not doing anything for Michael." And Maddie's got her own plot, which I like that she's they're giving to, her. She's to get custody of Nate's son because Nate's at, widow is back into drugs and back into rehab and stuff. So. Oh, uh, there's nobody for the child. So I think that's a good thing to give Maddie some story. Okay, okay, now, I just thought this. This is this is their way this could do, right? Uh-huh. Is that it will be that Maddie dies at the end, which I would hate. I don't but, think so. No, no, but, no, but Michael and Fiona will have a family. I don't think and Michael and Fiona are going to die either. I don't think the show's no, that dark. Well, if anybody dark. dies, it'll be Sam. Uh, if anybody why dies, it'll you be kill Sam. Bruce Campbell. I'm just saying, if no, anybody no, no. dies, if it'll be should Sam. Die, should be no offense, Kobe Bell. I love your Jesse, but you know He's I just a, like Bruce Campbell too much. I like Jesse if, too. If they want to do a death, it'll be Sam. But they might go for the happy ending route, not kill anybody. I, they probably won't. But I'm uh, okay. Here's the thing. But see, this is what, okay. A good story. See, this is what everyone expects is that happy ending because it's a USA show. I yep. would try to not go with that, which is, okay, but here's the thing, though. A happy ending sort of would be that, and no offense to Maddie, that Madeline would pass away, but her passing means that the kid needs a father. So Michael and Fiona, Michael and Fiona would never be able to settle down enough to do that. Though. I think they, look, the thing is, Fiona does want a family. You got yeah. hints of that for the entire run. Yeah, she but, would settle down for Michael. She yeah. said that. Because look, yeah. they can still go hunting and blow shit up, and they could start like a, they could join uh, what's his name security firm. Jeff, the where Jesse works now. Yeah, because then Jesse didn't you say Jesse started his own firm? Uh, it wasn't or, clear, or, but he was definitely in charge of people at the firm. Well, they could just start and it was their, a security they firm. Could start their own 
I don't know. I, look, Kobe knows we'll how. Kobe's character knows how. I'm just saying. We'll see. That is that to me. I'm not expecting happen. huge things from the ending. I feel I, like it'll. I, and they've already like solved who burned him. So forever ago, yeah. Yeah. So they can't even make that like the ending. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, have, have you seen anything else though? Like, yeah. Uh, well, TNT has a new show on Monday, King of Maxwell. I have not heard of this at all. See, this it's is how uh, Rebecca Romaine and uh, John Tensley or something from The Closer. She played the boyfriend of the main character on The Closer. Oh, okay. Um, and the name Rizzolian, uh, I almost said it, King of Maxwell definitely evokes comparison to Rizzolian Isles and every other fucking Castle Bones whatever. Oh, okay. I was so bored. There's nothing original about it. It's another you know, witty cut- banter duo. These two are cops. They're private investigators. Ooh. And there's two FBI agents that are main characters so you know that like, help out the FBI but go against oh, them. You mentioned this but you didn't really go into it. What did you think of Falling Skies premiere? It was better. It was better than... Like, I was rereading my season two finale review right before I was writing this, Uh and I was like, I like the show, but they just can't get their act together with the complexity and the depth, and the characters are too shallow, and they die before you care about them, and the plot is just full of holes, and the pacing's all wrong all the time. And I feel like some of that smoothed out, at least in these first two hours. Like, they set up some arcs that they don't explain right away at the end of two hours. There's, like, more things... Is there a time jump again? Yeah, it's like, it's seven months later, and things are drastically different, because if you remember, at the end of season two, they were leaving Charleston, because they couldn't get along with the leadership, and things came down. This is seven months later. They're still in Charleston, but now Charleston has a lot of fucking people living there. It's grown way beyond the second mass in there. Is Terry O'Quinn still there? For the first hour, then they kill him, of course. So that was my only complaint. I'm like, you got another character you haven't developed. And then you kill him. But his death is a murder mystery that is not solved in the first two hours. So it ties into there's a mole within the organization. And there's a lot of discussion about the this new alien race that they're working with that came down that has technology. And they are putting themselves out like they go from planet to planet helping the people these other people conquer. But there's this suspicion that several of the characters have that... They're not just going to leave us when they free us. They they want something from us too. So there's a whole big discussion on should we trust them? There's a contingent of skitters that live outside of Charleston because they're not comfortable. There's still a lot of race speciesism going on. Um, Noah Wiley's character is president. Finally, okay. but he makes everybody call him Tom, and he refuses to be. Locked away in an office. He's still out doing raids and crap. But it's changing the na- dynamic between him and Dan. Like, they're truly equals at this point. Dan is the general, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Captain. Well, uh, Captain Captain yeah. Weaver, but now he's Weaver. Colonel Weaver. Yeah, Weaver. He's been promoted. See, I know him as Weaver. Not but even even when Tom doesn't confide... Like, the other generals that we've seen that kind of lead the human resistance also live in Charleston now, so there's other leadership, but they're under Tom. But Tom and Dan have this connection. And apparently Karen is now the head of the aliens after they killed the previous alien head. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with her, but she did two important things when she had them all captured last year. I think she did two important things. One is she implanted something in Hal. So Hal's in a wheelchair and thinks he can't walk. But he's sleepwalking yeah, to her. Hal? and Who's Hal? The, Tom's oldest son. 
But he's sleepwalking to Karen and having sex in the woods, which was their Battlestar Galactic ripoff because Karen has a glowing spine when they have sex. But, like, he's being, like, mind-controlled, and I don't think there is a mole. I think she's just controlling Hal. That's my theory. But they didn't solve it in two hours. And uh, Anne has her baby at the end of the first hour, Tom's baby. Yeah. And um, within a couple days of being born, it's sitting up, tracking people, and it even says Mama. She was pregnant when then she was captured. I think Karen did something to her. Which, I'm like, this is good. They're tying in longer arcs. They're making things that happened in the past mean something. There's several new characters. Wow, okay. Uh, and Pope is... I love Pope. I do too. And he's really straddling a hard line here because there's a bunch of racist hooligans in town that they need. And they all respect Pope, and Pope keeps them in line, but Pope still follows Tom's orders. And he's walking a really fine balance here, but at least at this point, he's been able to maintain leadership over the rough contingent Ooh. while still yeah, while sure. still falling in line with the main leadership. <sighs> and in this two hours, first of all, we get Robert Sean Leonard, which is great, and he didn't die, so maybe he'll stick around for a little bit. But Hope. Tom makes the hard decision to send some of his people out, including Pope and Weaver, as bait. For the aliens while he does something else. And he he puts a bunch of his people in harm's way on purpose. Which that's usually against... Well, it's like completely against what his character stands for. But he does it for the larger good. Because as president, he's starting to learn that sometimes you have to have sacrifice for the larger the, good. The, the need of the many out. Right. And there's interesting... Another interesting component is they now have a machine from the new aliens where they can remove the harnesses pretty simply. So Dr. Blood, Moon Bloodgood's character, Anne, is removing harnesses whenever they can catch the kids. But when they're attacking these facilities or doing their military offenses, there's not time to just take all the kids back and fix them. So sometimes they just shoot them in the head even though they know that they're kids that they could save, given the opportunity. Like, when Tom and them go into this nuclear plant, there's these hardest kids there, and they have to kill them. And they're starting to turn mutant, which probably makes them easier to kill, because they don't look like kids anymore. But you you get this thing like, okay, they could... We don't have... We can't both cripple the alien offensive, which could destroy our whole city, and save all these kids. So we're going to, if we have to pop three or four of them in the head, we have to pop three or four of them in the head. Right, because the whole concept was that they hinted at was that the skitters are actually other aliens. Other, they're also harnessed, into basically. Yeah. Which, I find that, see, okay. So, I, the season three premiere, other than killing off Terry Quinn's character, I was thought really, it was a, an improvement. Here, here's a theory I'm throwing out there. Uh-huh. I've not seen it, so, but, right. here, but then I sort of thought this last time, which is, but you just sort of confirmed that, because I thought those ants were here to help us. That's what they say. Well, that, that, was, that was before... And Doug Jones is a new main character playing the leader of that group. But that's before... He's from Hellboy and stuff. No, no, I know Doug yeah. Jones. Dude, I met him. He's not I, a guy. For the benefit of our, our well, listeners. Good point. I know you. you know who he is. I know, yes. Um, but I said this last year, it was the mystery of what are they, who are they, and right. been, I think it was like a, a month or two ago, they started giving spurs up. They're pretty much here to help us, but are they really? They started doing yep. that, and they're sharing... Well, they've got a whole fleet on their way to Earth. Right. But this is... Okay, but before they knew any of that, and it just landed with them, that, that ship landing right in front of them when they're trying to get out of Charleston, that's where the series two ended. And I'm going like, okay, here's my theory. I think they're here to help us. But I think they're the ones who created the harness. And the Skidders became their own army and just broke away from them. Hmm. And so they're going around cleaning up their mess, but they're then really just taking that planet back over because... I think the skit. Okay. The skitters are under the control of the fish heads. 
Bear with me on this. Okay. Bear with me on this. Okay. I think that they're all part of one little thing, and the fish heads took... The skitters were initially their army. It, it's kind of like... Okay. I, this is, I know you probably won't like that I'm using this as a reference, but it's kind of like Star Wars. His first... Yeah, I see. Folks, he just wrote you know, uh, his eyebrows. But the clones were created, supposedly, they took the clones over because they didn't know why they were made. Not really. They didn't know. It was really for the Emperor. But it was... Bear with me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clones were made. They found them. The Jedi then took them and used them as an army. Well, but then the Emperor enacted Order 66 and they fled over. I think that's what the, the skitters were. I think maybe the fish heads helped design it for this one race as their mm-hmm. army. They would go down, take over planet, do the stuff the skitters were doing anyway. Mm-hmm. But then the fish heads were like, screw this, flipped it over, and then they took over and then mm-hmm. broke away from it. So now it's almost like, well... We're fixing our mistake, but then we're really taking that planet over for us anyway. Giving it the... Okay, you know how sometimes people take over another country, and it's it's like, well, we do want to give you an actual more peaceful rule, you know, peaceful whatever, mm-hmm. but you, we, they had to do war to do it. I think this other culture is now, will probably do this. This other alien species was like, look, we want to take you over, but we want to actually give you peace and not do it by just killing you all off like the fish heads want to do. Mm. Continuum was good. I like Continuum. I if you watch it. It's a Canadian import sci-fi airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started in 2077. Oh, the killing. Where the corporation... The killing, oh, the killing, the killing was good. I thought it was good, but... Oh, God. No, 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 no. You and I had different opinions of the show. I watched show at the end, but uh-huh. I was a little just like, I don't really care I about am the so pissed that they are promising to solve it in 12 episodes. I know they're doing it because it's the only way it can stay alive, but the fact that everybody turned on it when they didn't finish it at the end of season one makes me turn on those people. Well, see, but... Okay, from someone who follows that new stuff... Yep. And I know you don't, but they did sort of hint that... No, no, they, you're right. They did not directly say it, but they did hint... I that, think the network hinted. I don't think the no, show no, hinted. The show didn't, but the network hinted... Okay, but who does all the publicity for the show? The network. The network. But they, AMC hinted that the show... So it was AMC's fault, not the killer's fault. I under... Yes, Okay, but... And I, it makes me mad that you can't... Because so many shows follow formulas and crap, and you, when you get a good show that truly sets itself apart, but it makes me mad that I don't think it was good, though, because it did muddle... I don't... Okay, I appreciate the fact and how it solved the case. Yeah. Like, but some of the developments for the lead character, not... What's his name? Uh, uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I loved him. Uh, Holder? Mm-hmm. I love Holder. Matter of fact, Holder I like the fact that Holder's now more of a significant yeah. part of the show than he was... But, yeah, he is. But and it's nothing against Michelle Enos or Enos or whatever. Muriel Enos. Yeah, whatever. She's a good actress. Yeah. I just felt that w- how they sort of. She's a very good actress. Have you seen other things? She oh, really no, has yeah, range. She's fantastic. Really has range. How they sort of de- like how they just sort of let her characters just sort of plot along the first two seasons. I didn't care for her development. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a better way they could have done that, and that's what I didn't like. And because that's because she's the lead. It, to me, it, it, it dragged more than it should have because when they would focus on everyone else but her, the yeah. show was sort of mildly interesting, but it plotted a bit. It, oh, see, I just and I went really hey, well done. I loved this both seasons. I thought it led up to who killed her very well, even though it was sort of like a oh well, no shit. That's how it happened because they hinted that like the first time you saw the sister, she was like just more in you know weird, weirded out by everything that happened and blah 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 to the point where you're just like. 
But they did a so good job of setting things up so that no, no, even no, when, they did. Even they in did. retrospect, not, as not, you say, yeah, at the time, you didn't know until they you told didn't you. Know, but because there were other times you thought it was other characters. No, no, right. Again, and Jimmy, no, Jimmy, yeah. I think you're getting a little bit defensive on the mystery part. I'm not yeah. saying that was the problem of the show. I'm right. saying, retrospectively, when the sister showed up, you're just going... By the way, spoiler alert, the sister killed fucking Rosie Larson. Right. Not her sister, her aunt, which right. is the mother's sister. Anyway, the first time she shows up, she seems very like, oh my god, what is the car? She was found, oh my god, like you can see. And the mother's just like, but our little girl's dead. Like, they're cheating, like, man, she's freaking out. And then they do the whole Richmond campaign. You're going, well, then maybe it was him. That's fine. I appreciated that. I thought, because that's what I'm saying. They did that well enough that even when it started to plot with these characters, yep. it moved to these other characters and it kept it going. But when they focused on the one, the lead, the lead detective, I mm-hmm. just did, I wanted, I wanted to shoot myself. Because it was a little boring. It's not that she was bad in it. it I just I, didn't I really her. liked... I loved Holder, though. I loved Holder. Oh, and I love that they're focusing on Holder a little bit like more. not like Holder? He's not the best. Like, no, I said, how can you not like Holder? Right, and like even how he handles the one girl, like he he's smart enough to know. Like in Greg Henry, why does he always play a dick? I know. I love Greg I, Henry, but he he's not a series lead, so I don't think he's going to be around for the whole season. Or maybe next season. I don't know. I just have this feeling. I like, hope they get a fourth season. I mean, I am I disappointed too. they're I making him solve it in twelve episodes because I really liked that they took twenty six hours to solve one crime. I feel like. It set them apart from other things. I thought it was brave and bold, and I, I enjoyed every hour of it. I but don't dis- see. I don't eh. disapprove of that. But the other thing that bothers me too is that if you're going to do something like that, then and this is where you'll probably disagree with that. But cops work on sometimes multiple cases at a time. Yeah. And I don't want the TV case of the week thing. Let me be very clear on this because yeah. I'm with you on that. Because but you're I saying love before Chuck, they solve one murder, bring in another one that maybe helps them. Well, they had talked about doing that too, and I think that's what would have happened in season two if they hadn't had strong hints that they weren't going to get a third season. I think they stayed focused on Rosie Larson because well, they no, didn't think they were coming well, no, back. Here's no, because no, no, originally no, no, when they talked about season two, they talked about season two won't be all Rosie. We'll bring in another case that will extend to season three as well in season two. See, I would have... But it didn't happen because... I think that didn't happen because <laughs> they thought they were going to get canceled so they wanted to I would. I would bring up... And this is this is my problem with shows like Royal Pains too. So I'm not just saying this is with The Killing, but being The Killing was such a unique show. I would have during season two have them, well, you supposedly thought here's the new case you're working on and, and then something else breaks with Rosie, and something else. Back. So, so like for a few episodes, you're starting on this new case, yep. but then something else breaks with Rosie. Rosie, you go back to it. Yep. At the same time, the end of the season ends with them figuring out Rosie Larson, but then that breaks. Oh, it makes her. It's right. kind of like that moment in the normal hour show where the character looks at something a different way. And it's mm-hmm. that moment, and then season three would be the build up for now. We got to go find this new killer for this yep. case. That's what I'm talking. I about. I think that was the original intention, and they scaled back those. Because of what was going and, on to fans, and, but see, here's the thing: if it comes down to it, you can always make that second case something that you know. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm just thinking there was a way, or you could serve both of them by the end of end of that one season. Uh, I think they knew in season two they were going to get canceled, so they were. Just, you were being you know, really depressed about this, like, I, I, because well, because I feel like I don't the feel show. Like, I don't feel no, like because of what you're talking. Show. No, no, what you're saying. I feel like was their original intention, and it makes me sad they were not given the opportunity to do that because well, I just of feel like fans. You're, I, I, I just feel like you're just becoming sad, Jimmy. Where you just feel like I'm shitting on the show. I'm not no, shitting on the it, show. 
when people shit on the show, it really makes me. I, know, me oh, I, I, I get angry, not sad. No, no, I, no, no. I know, but you I'm know, very defensive. But, but, but right now, you're becoming like sad, defensive, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Not like unlike angry. Sinbad, which premiered this week, and it was terrible. Nice change of subject. Stars. Um, nice change. Well, star. It's just like. Uh, da Vinci's Demons oh, and yeah, um, Merlin, where it like retells a historical yeah, Herlin, thing Merlin with attractive young while, actors. While, five seasons. Yeah. I ne- never got into it. This was already canceled in Britain. They're only ever going to make one series. You're like, fuck it. Fuck I, didn't get it. I didn't get into it. I didn't. Like, moving on. Uh, no, Sinbad, they only <laughs> made one series in Britain, and oh, they're not going to make a second one. So. so I don't know why they're airing it on sci fi. And one of the stars isn't Naveen Andrews from Lost. Ooh. But he doesn't play Sinbad because they have to have young, attractive actors playing Sinbad. I mean, he's not young, but I mean, dude looks I know. fucking tight for his age. I know, and he's well, he's like the main bad guy in the show. Oh, fuck. Well, uh, you do need a good actor for a bad guy. I know. And he's mad because Sinbad in the first episode does something that leads to his son's death. And so, oh, okay. to get even with Sinbad, he kills Sinbad's brother right in front of Sinbad. But then Sinbad escapes, and he's like, that wasn't enough revenge, I need more revenge! <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't overact yeah, like that. For some but reason, that reminded me of a, a bit that Eddie Ezard would do. Uh-huh. It, it, it's just something along. That. It's like, uh, so I've gotten my revenge, but I need more of the revenges. Yeah. More of the revenges. Oh, revenge for you and you and yeah. you, but more of revenge for Sinbad. Yeah. yeah, there there is a scene where somebody asks Naveen Andrews, like, "Well, yeah, he escaped, but you got your revenge. You killed his brother in front of him." And he's like, "That wasn't good enough." And he's like, "I'll be hunting him down." And then Sinbad goes home, and his grandmother's like, oh, "It's your God. fault. Your brother's dead." I curse you, so now you can't be on land for more than 24 hours, or your necklace will choke you. So then he goes off on the ship. And that's just the first half of the first episode. And actually, as much as I was, like, laughing at that, that was the good part of the episode. What? Yeah. No. It was. Because then, the second half of the episode, Sinbad's on a boat, and they immediately identify one of the people on the boat goes, he stole from me. He's a bad guy, and we know he's a stowaway on the ship. They're like, he's bad, but then there's a storm and these water demons come out and try to drown the crew, and Sinbad basically single-handedly saves the crew, so at the end of the episode, everybody's like, Sinbad's the greatest! We're gonna follow him! And you're like, no, 20 minutes ago, you all knew he was a street rat criminal, and now you're all following him because... The circle, I it just pissed me off. I'm like, I'm not watching the other eleven episodes. Oh well, we should probably wrap this up. Well, there, we should. This has been a two, really long podcast. There's, there's two things like I want to talk about podcast. real quick. But, but well, I think that's a good note to end on. It's remember, it's not murder. Thank you speed. for loving me. Bum, bum, Thank you for being in there. Bum, bum. Whole world's thinking me, thinking you, they're thinking us. I don't know. <laughs> Something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the song is that?